Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey guys, it's Mark. And I'm Charity. And welcome to the Case Watch Podcast. Case Watch deals with content meant for a mature audience. Listener discretion is advised. Case body found in Grand Teton National Park is Gabby Petito, and she was killed. We, the jury, in the above entitled action, find the defendant, Orenthal James Simpson, not guilty of the crime of murder. Late today, Chris Watts was officially charged with the murders of his wife and his two young girls. Remember these words. If it doesn't fit, you must acquit. and charity this is kelly i am from the state of illinois with a silent s from the city of bourbonnet which also has a silent s i'm a mail carrier and i love listening to you guys while i'm delivering i'm sure my customers think i'm crazy when i'm talking to you guys and when i'm laughing bye guys love you we are so happy that you could call us from illinois Illinois, the, the Mark. City of Bourbonois. He's doing that on purpose. I messed them both up too. On purpose. On purpose. Illinois. On this, is this is how this episode's going to go? It was an accident. <laughs> I love that. Oh, man. So, how was everybody's celebration of independence on the 4th of July? I hope it was good and safe. I saw lots of fireworks. Hope everyone had lots of yummy foods and the such. One of my neighbors. In Massachusetts, where fireworks are highly illegal, has been lighting them off for days, and I love it. Amazing. Free fireworks show. I just sit out here. Literally, we look at our studio window, and I can see where the fireworks go off. Amazing. It's so wonderful. Well, you're in like a cul-de-sac, so. I know. I, you you can... make it sound like I have this palatial estate on the end he of a does. cul-de-sac. Mark, Mark lives in an estate, guys. <laughs> you know how every house has that one street when people say like, ooh, what happens there? That's my property. <laughs> no, it's not. I've like mowed you... my lawn twice this year. Who cares? I'm busy, man. You're a busy guy. My studio lawn looks phenomenal. Your though. studio lawn looks so good, but I think it's turf. Is it turf? <laughs> no, 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 no. It's not. <laughs> I want to get turf. I would love that. Right? You wouldn't have to worry about it. I don't take care of the lawn at the studio either, though. So somebody else does that when it's paid. <laughs> That's true. I should hire somebody here. Hey, Mark, you know what I forgot to talk about last episode? What's that? So, remember the Rodney Akala story? I do. The dating game guy? Mm-hmm. And how he studied under Polanski? Roman Polanski. Roman Polanski. Thank you, yes. Well, our crime creep, Tim, sent this to us. He said, just listen to Monday's episode. Not sure if you all knew, but in 1977, Polanski was arrested and charged with drugging and raping a 13-year-old girl. As a result of a plea bargain, he pleaded guilty to the lesser offense of unlawful sex with a minor. In 1978, after learning that the judge planned to reject his plea deal and impose a prison term instead of probation, he fled to Paris. 
A number of other women have later accused Polanski of raping them when they were teenagers. An Interpol red notice was issued for his arrest, and he rarely leaves France. What a douche! Well, you heard it here first. Charity just ruled on this gentleman. Yeah, I did. I, I was aware of that. I just didn't put two and two I together. I had no idea. Now, I think maybe that makes sense. Maybe they had that in common. Maybe that's why, because it was said that they were actually pretty close. You know, you might be onto something there. I mean, this is just hearsay. I don't know if they were close like that or not, but sounds like they had similar likes. Sounds like there's something a little odd going similar on. Similar douchiness going on. Similar douchiness. I love that. Hey, Mark, know what else I have? What's that? I have some triple Ds, but... They are all triple D's involving people stealing things. But I also know that we did let the people know last episode that we may or may not have a new little jingle to introduce the triple D's. Are you ready? I am so ready. Oh, Charity, me too. For a little bit of a refresher, this is what me and Charity were giggling about last episode because uh-huh. we found this and we were just waiting for this day, guys. Take a gander at this. Hey, Mr. Douchebag, why's your ego so massive? You know it's 2 a.m. and it's dark outside. You don't need those sunglasses. We all remember that hot shit. You hooked up with once. Bye-bye. Because you went on to brag about it for months and months. Yeah, we all get that you think it's impressive, but ain't nobody impressed with how much you're expressing. Buy it, smear not ice for girls half your age. Tell it all your douchebag friends that you still got game. Dear Mr. Douchebag, do, do you find it necessary to shout into your Bluetooth or boast about high school rugby? All right, guys, we could let this play right. for hours and I would be completely entertained. What is bringing me joy, I have my eyes closed right now, is picturing a fellow crime creep in their vehicle, okay? Jamming out. With the windows down because it's hot. <laughs> Listening to their favorite podcast, and that song comes on, and they start getting very odd looks. If that happens to you guys, please let us know. Please. I love that. All right, so a little bit of uh, fun. Sometimes you forget what's playing on your radio. Oh, yeah. So I, big shout out to, all right, so I do a lot of stuff with racing, too, so a couple people know. So we are doing a, I was doing play-by-play last weekend and we actually i noticed a couple of our crime creeps actually commenting on it so that's kind awesome of went over but on my way to said racetrack i was jamming and i was listening to i use uh you know youtube music in my car because my satellite radio is busted and i'm too lazy to fix it of course it. yeah so i listened to that and song from Roxette came on Roxette, and i'm like i haven't heard this for a while were you singing it hello you fool <laughs> I love you. You were singing out loud. Could you join the joy ride? Did anyone see you? Nobody saw that one, but that led to Dangerous. Oh. Which led to a bunch of other songs that I forgot that Roxette sung. So it was like 45 minute drive of Roxette. Nice. So I pulled up and I remember getting off the interstate and I pull up and I'm jamming out and I look next to me and there's like 18 year old girl looking at me going, what 
the F that I just witnessed. <laughs> I'm surprised she didn't take her phone out and take a threw Snapchat. Up the, threw up the shocker and was like, no, you yeah, did not. you know what's up. Sure did. You you know you're on her Snapchat somewhere, Probably. her Snapchat like, story. This fat bearded no. old dude just Stop. gave me the shocker. Stop it. I can't. I don't know what to do with myself now. Oh, Mark. Hey, that's what I'm here for. You enjoyed yourself. I'll be here all night, guys. Yeah, he will. Actually, literally, because I live here. You live here. I won't be here all night. No, Charity's got to put it up on two wheels and go out of the driveway as fast <laughs> as she can. Just kidding. That was really good. Wasn't it? That was good. Thank you, Mark. Thank you very much. All right, I have a question for everybody. Before we get into the triple Ds, this just hit me, because everybody loves how we do the audio sounds. Meow. Meow. All right, I want to rate douchebags. So oh. when Charity reads off a triple D, I need names. So we need to come up with something funny or a funny sound effect or clip that we can rate you like you're two douchebags, you're three. Oh, we need to figure yes. out levels because there's lots like of a douche squared. I can't I can't give names because I want it to come from the creeps. Don't mind Charity punching the microphone. She does that often, even though it's nowhere near her where her hands should be. <laughs> so there's notorious douchebags in history. So we need to create oh, a like douchebag level chart. It's like it's like it's like um Hot wings, how they have, what's that level? Exactly. Except so where I eat the ones that do not get hot at all, and Charity's like eating the flaming habanero ones. Yes. Yeah, not me. Okay, so yes. Yeah, so it, it, yes, we have to equal them to history douchebags. All right, so, so I'm like, going to put up. So what would be like an example of one of the worst douches? Oh, let's just pull right from our intro. Chris Watts. Chris Watts. Scott Peterson. Yep. You have, the, the list is... Infinite. So what I want to do, I'm going to create a post in the Case Watch Crime Creep group. And if you're not a member there, I don't know what's wrong with you. All you need to go is go to Facebook and search Case Watch Crime Creeps. Click join. Doesn't cost you anything. You get to have more fun just like this. And our creeps are actually, some of them are pretty funny. Oh, they sure are. So I'm going to put the deuce scale in the Crime Creeps group as soon as we get done recording. So we'll, we'll have about a week ahead that it will be able to get this. So Good. We'll create a scale, and then I'll find funny audio clips from all these douchebags, yes. and we can rate them, and I can play them. I love that so idea. When Charity reads off one of her triple Ds, we rate them on the scale. Is this guy Scott Peterson, or is he this? So we're going to create the scale, but we need you to do this. Because some of these triple Ds are just kind of funny douchebags or dumb douchebags. Absolutely. And then some are like just, whoa. Some are douchebags. So we could rate our cases, too. It's a great idea. I know, because the cases are where we really get the douchebags. We just came up with something on the fly. Look at that. That's what we do here. <sighs> That's what we do. So I'm looking forward to you, creeps. Do not let me down. They won't. They never do. All right. Go right ahead. Okay. Here's my first one. A 38-year-old man from Florida tried to steal a chainsaw. How did he try to sneak out of the store undetected with a chainsaw, you ask? He just sliced it down his pants. What's up with dudes putting crap down their pants? He was probably sure that no one noticed. He's like the guy who stuck the meat in his pants. Remember him? Yeah. <laughs> that guy was fun. No, it's all my meat. It's all my meat. Only a chainsaw seems much more dangerous to have pressing against your junk. Don't you? Like, uh, I wonder what I want to see a picture of him with it in there. It couldn't have went down very far. Like, I, I can't even believe this. Don't worry. A store employee noticed. And there was no way this dude could be packing junk that big. <laughs> he alerted. 
He alerted authorities and the man was stopped. Who thinks of that? Seriously, why would you put a chainsaw in your pants? I'm like, pretty sure nobody else thought of it either because, you know, it's pretty obvious. Well, and you might, maybe he just had like wicked oversized pants. Do you remember back in the 90s when that was a huge thing? I have to admit, back in the day, I did wear big pants. Did you, were they like the MC Hammer pants? Remember no. his? Those no, no, were. No, 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 no. You could probably fit a chainsaw on those ones. You no, know, back in the day, I think oh, we were wearing like Jenko jeans. Hanging off your bum and yeah. stuff with the belt. Really? The super baggy. Yep, sure did. Like 12 sizes too big. At least we didn't do the crisscross where, you know, crisscross will make you jump, jump. You didn't wear them backwards? No, did not. Well, uh, this guy had to have big pants on, I would think. Maybe they're just like really oversized sweatpants. Ew. And a sweatshirt, so nobody no, would notice. You're not notice. supposed to wear sweatpants in public, people. Well, I don't know. Yoga pants, go for it. 100%. Sweatpants, not so much. I can't. Hey, it's, what am I going to say? I'm a yoga pant aficionado. Y- yes. Yes. He- I'm going to lie. <laughs> what do you want me to do over here? Sit over here and be like, nope. Don't like them. Please don't wear those nice, tight fitting yoga pants. I like nice, how he knows yoga what pants. yoga pants are. <laughs> of course, Charity. <laughs> Who do you think I am? You've known me how many years? Give me I know. a break. Okay, here's another. This next guy gets an A for effort, but is still an idiot stick. <laughs> he stole three pairs of pants. Not one, not two, but three pairs. To do this without getting caught, the man put all three pants on. I love this. He had no idea anyone was watching him. I wonder if he was walking funny. This is like the Friends episode where Joey put all the yes, clothes on in his house. that... And I was also thinking of the sign Seinfeld. Do you watch Seinfeld at all? No, I was never a Seinfeld oh, guy. So there was an episode where Kramer was excited he could fit into his high school jeans, but they were so tight he couldn't bend. <laughs> so that I pictured that too. I, I play that every single day when I put on a pair of jeans. Like, do these still fit? <laughs> yes, <"Nope." laughs> they do. They usually don't. Uh, anyway, he then went into a CVS and continued with his grabby hands. When he was caught... Not only was it discovered he had three pairs of pants on, he had also nabbed four bottles of lotion. Wonder what that was for. Yeah, you kind of like made me perk up there. It's like he's got all these pants and he's now stole lotion. (laughs) And five Gillette Fusion razor blades. (laughs) I'm going to say this guy had fun on the mind. Well, he didn't have that much fun because he was caught. They were following him, but... (laughs) Think all the pockets he had to put those four lotions in. Lotions. Lotions is. That's good, Jerry. Lotions is? Lotions is. <laughs> I love that. All those pockets. <laughs> I love See, it. See, this is a fun douche. That was a fun douche. Yeah, that was a fun douche. I got some more douches coming I at you. I love douchebags. A Michigan man was at a bar having a nice night. I don't know how many adult beverages were involved. but this, I'm going to say a bunch. But this man thought it would be to his advantage to steal the bar bathroom's condom machine. You know, the one on the wall. <laughs> That's actually a real thing. I have a I question. Seen one of those for years. I have a question. Was he looking to get lucky and was all out of the little rain caps, or was he hoping to get ah. rich with the money found in the machine? <laughs> I I just kind of want inquiring minds want to know. Do you remember back in the day? Used it used to be like a big TV trope from the eighties. Yes. So the guy would like open up the jacket. Yes. And be like I got watches. I got this. Oh, I don't need a watch. What about this? What about that? What about this? Does so this guy open it up and he's just got condoms yeah. hanging yeah. everywhere? Well, apparently. The man had no problem carrying the machine right out the door of the bar without being noticed. It was a local resident that alerted the police. 
The woman said she looked out her window and saw a man carrying the machine down the street. So, okay, hysterical that he just walked out of the bar with it. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I, that's kind of in my head as well. But like a concerned citizen, it's like watching TV, looks out her window and is like, huh, that's strange. That's odd. The police found the machine at his house. It contained $31.75 in quarters and had 48 condoms left in it. I wonder if he was going to put it on his bedroom wall and insert a quarter when needed or make a lady friend pay. <laughs> oh, you want the junk? Got to put the quarter in. He just points to the wall. Ribbed for her pleasure. <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny if he put it in his room on his wall? What that a weird thing to steal. I get that machine was probably still full of the magnums. Nobody uses those. Probably. But you know what? It could have been a bar like bet, perhaps. Maybe someone was like, this seems a little much. I I find it funny. What else happens in this bar where they don't notice the condom machine coming out? That's what I want to know, too. Seriously. That's the kind of bar I could go hang out. Right. Just just, uh, FYI, Sherry's getting her her boob in because she's shaking her arm. Yeah, my stand. It's my stand. Trying to get her stand. Yeah, I get my stand in. Save big on brunch for mom. All in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Um, I stopped wearing mine because it judges me. It does judge you. It's like you could move more than you moved yesterday. It's like you could shut the f up too. Leave me alone. I like Apple it because it gives me like oh I did it because it gives me awards. Yeah, see, I have to close all my rings. And like I, I get do that stars. Or I get a seven day workout award. Yeah, not it me. makes me feel good about myself. <laughs> mine made me opposite. Mine made me hate myself. It's like I am really lazy. Oh. <laughs> okay, got more coming. In Tulsa, Oklahoma, a man named Jacob Wise was sure he could steal some clothes from a department store without getting caught. He knew he had to remove all of the security tags before sneaking out the said clothes to avoid any alarms going off when exiting the store. And that's exactly what he did, Mark. He was positive he got away with the snatch and grab. Until he walked through the exit doors and alarms began to loudly ring. (laughs) You see... Jacob successfully removed all the security tags from the clothing, but instead of discarding them somewhere, he put them in his pocket. <laughs> uh, wait. What a dumbass. He put them in his pocket. They still work, buddy. Clearly. Like, why wouldn't you just, like, leave them behind something? I don't know. You go through all the trouble, and those things are hard to remove, aren't they? They are. I've had to go back to stores before. Do you know what aggravates me the most? You see it a lot at Walmart, where they'll wait at the door and try to check everyone's receipt. Little little uh, history lesson. Mark's not waiting. I will just walk by, and they're like, excuse me, sir. I'm like, here's my receipt. You can take it. Peace. Don't really care. Not waiting. Can't make you wait. Just a little little creep news for you guys. Oh, Mark's not going to be waiting, guys. Do what Mark does. Let's start a revolution. Oh, no. Walk by the security dude at the door who's checking your receipt. I'll tell you what. If you want to hire more people to work at cash registers and do your own damn job, Stop holding me up to see if I did mine at self-checkout. True. Hire your own employees. Stop making everything machines. True that. 
They can hire somebody at the door, though. Give and don't like the big places like Walmart, because I know Home Depots and stuff like that. They have like secret shoppers and people watching anyways. Oh, yeah. And they have all the cameras where they can they can see what you're doing at the self-checkout. You can, they can see if you're stealing stuff. Oh, I I've, had, I've had their little security dude follow me before. It's fairly obvious. Really? It's just like he'll be like, oh, I'm, I'll be in there and be like, keep checking out the underwear. I'm like. Yep. Okay. So you're coming here and down back to electronics. You're everywhere. You're like American Express. You're everywhere I want to be. Really? I've never had anyone follow me. It's fairly obvious. Oh, maybe I'm just oblivious. You know, one every store usually has one or two in the store. There's a guy on YouTube that actually goes around and he's a total crackhead. Really? Like, this guy's security. He's following me. And like it's literally like a 16 year old kid looking to buy a car stereo or something. He's like. I'm just going to walk around and make him follow me. It's so funny. It's it's worth a little jaunt over to YouTube and look at it because that guy is not true. Oh, okay. Well, I'll have to check that out. I have one last one. I love these. And it was sent to me by Stephanie Beam. And what up, Steph? Really funny. A Seattle man casually walked into a grocery store on Monday. He went right to the beer section and loaded 11 cases of beer into his cart. He was looking to have a good time, huh? Mm-hmm. You would think he would head to the register area to cash out, right? Well, that's what I do when I go shopping. Nope. He just pushed his carriage to the exit as confident as can be. A security guard realized his intent and tried to stop him, but the man informed the security guard that he had pepper spray and he wasn't afraid to use it. Oh, my God. The security guard backed off and called the popo. The police arrived promptly and they found the thief. Guess where, Mark? I'm going to say out front. Close. They found him directly across the street, patiently waiting to get on a city bus with his 11 cases of beer. He was arrested and taken to jail. (laughs) I love this idiot. So Stephanie had some fun things to say about this. She said she had some questions. I do too. Yeah. So some of her answered questions were, was he going to use a wheelchair lift to get the said beers onto the... (laughs) Or... Use each case by hand and handing it up to somebody. I love this. Like, how are you going to get those on, sir? You know what? I have a question in my head. It has to have happened by now. Has there been a case of an Uber driver being a getaway driver by mistake? Oh, I bet. Oh, there has to be. Google, we got to Google that. That's a good idea. Can you imagine uh, getting, getting an Uber to a store Saying, oh, hold on, I just got to go in and run and grab something, running in, robbing them, and getting back in the Uber? Oh, my God. So we'll have to check that out for next week's Triple D segment. Definitely. So if you guys know of any cool cases, send them to us, and we'll feature it on this said podcast. That's a great idea. How do we not think of that? Oh, yeah, there's got to be. There's got to be a ton. There's an idiot out there right now saying, this is a great idea. No, it's not, because when you use Uber, you idiot, they know who you are. So. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. They have all your information. But that, that, that's what would make it a good Triple D, though. That's what's going to make it Triple D. Love it. Stay tuned for that. Oh, please do. Charity, before you get going, I just have to say this. Meow. Oh, I love that. I just want to hit the button again. Oh. I love that. Okay. What do you have for us today? We're going to be talking about Juana Barraza. And I'm going to just go on record and say Charity is pronouncing this one correctly. We looked it up. We went on YouTube and <laughs> typed it in and said, yes. how do you pronounce this? Because I was saying Juana, but it's Juana. Well, the first post we found said it as the Juana. And then... And all the comments below that said, nope, not how you pronounce it. Yeah. <laughs> so I we found wanted, the correct one. Even though she is a douche, I wanted to get her name right. Yeah, I mean, if you want to be a douche, you got to get the name correct. Correct. So, 
Juana Deyanara Barraza was born on December 27, 1957 in Hidalgo, Mexico. Juana's mother, Justa Semperio, was an alcoholic who enjoyed prostituting. We're, we're just we're, we're just starting it right out. Jumping into the deep we're end just, of douche. We're just, it's douche right off the bat. That doesn't always happen, does it? No, sometimes it's like we had a great upbringing. You know, nothing was ever wrong. And then there's sometimes just born in a house of horror. Yep. I couldn't find a concrete answer for wh- exactly what her father, Trinidad Barraza, did I do for like work. that name, though. Trinidad, I that love that, yeah. But it's been said the two met in a nightclub. I wonder if Trinidad was her actual biological father. Yeah, good Because, question. you know, if she kind of liked to, you know, get around, you never know. Putting her friskies out on the street. Her friskies? I like that. Yeah, I just came up with that on the spot. When Juana was just three months old, Justa took her baby and left Trinidad to be with a married man that she was having an affair with. Nice stable relationship. Yeah, so I did read in many places that Trinidad was also a wanderer. They were not, this was not a good relationship. They both had their. They heard that song back in the day. I'm a wanderer. Yeah, I think so. This man, this married man was. Now I'm go I'm trying really hard with these names because these names are really awesome names, but they're some of them are very difficult for me to pronounce. Do you know what we should have somebody do at some point? What? If do voiceovers? Loved, <laughs> no, if they loved us as much as they say they do, if I could get somebody to go back through our archive and just clip out every single wrong pronunciation no, we've ever do made, that. no, and then we could just play them at the end of an episode. No. A lot of it's going to be Illinois, Illinois, Illinois. That's Illinois. true. That's a true. A lot of those in there. But I would be, love it if somebody came back and did that for us. A, they're going to go back and re-listen to the old catalog, which is great. And B, That's we get true. to put fun new content out to people. That's true. If somebody does it, I'll hook you up with a t-shirt. Oh. But you got to send us a bunch. You can't send us like three and say, there you go. Give me my t-shirt. Oh, my God. It's not the way it works. They're all going to be me. At least 50. Oh, at least 50. 50 okay. Of them. You, all should, right. you can get you can get at least 9 an episode. So you give got, me a break. <laughs> you could probably get 50 in an episode to be honest. <laughs> all right, that's awesome. Uh, so this married man was uh, Refugio Samperio. As you can see by the last name, Justa married Refugio and he became Juana's stepfather. I couldn't find anything about what happened to Juana's biological father Trinidad after her mother left him, except that he was later arrested for many crimes. He allegedly told the police that he had slept with so many women and had so many children that he stopped counting after his 32nd was born. Wait. Wow. Someone's full of themselves thinking they're a big deal. Yeah. 32 kids? That's what he says. He stopped counting after 32, supposedly. That is nuts. Yeah, he was really proud of himself, it sounds like. The family lived in poverty, and Juana had almost no relationship with her mother. They hardly spoke. So it sounds awfully alone for a young child. Juana never learned to read or write. Sounds like she wasn't paid attention to at all. That is until she was useful. At the age of 12. This scares me. Yep. At the age of 12, Justa essentially sold her daughter to a man she met at a bar named Jose Lugo for three beers. He sold her for three beers. Wow. Mm -hmm. She was running low on alcohol. And the only option she had, Mark, was to pimp out her very own daughter. As a sex slave. That is ridiculous. Yeah. The level of grossness is off the charts. Like that is just, ugh, how can you do that? Do you know that sticker that we have? The douche apple one? Yep. Prime example right Prime here. Prime example. Jose kept Juan, Juana locked up in the house, raping her and beating her for a total of five years. Five years. 
While she was held captive, her mother told the rest of the family that she had left and started a new life for herself. Okay, so your 12-year-old was like, peace, I'm going to go start a new life for myself. Seriously? That is ridiculous. This disgusting man even got young Juana pregnant. Once when she was 13 and again when she was 16. Thank goodness both pregnancies were miscarriages. Eventually, she did end up giving birth to a son that she adored, though. And sadly, her for- but sadly, the firstborn ended up passing away when he was just 24. Um, I read a couple different places. Uh, it was either like gang related or it was like a mugging. It was something kind of oh, tragic, I guess. Yeah. I am just so disgusted when I hear stories like this. A parent is supposed to take care of you, not send you off to an abuser. I mean, it, it, we, we hear this time and time again. She, your daughter was worth three beers to you. Three beers. Now, at first when I thought you were saying this, I thought it was like maybe like something she did in the heat of the moment. She was drunk. She's a total douchebag. This yep. should never happen even for that. Yep. But to have it go on for five years and oh, then make up basically excuses. basically was psyched that she didn't have to feed her, probably. I mean, what? shame on this family, too. If the, the rest of them for not kind of looking in. What do they think? The kid joined the Peace Corps? Well, Give me a break. The young girl's uncles were eventually able to find her and rescue her from her abuser. All right, good. Yes. Juana headed to Mexico City after that um, because she just wanted to get... Get away. I would want to get out you know of there what I mean? too. Uh, in some places, I read that her mother died. Other places, it, it didn't say she died. Some of the information was a little different, so I don't, I don't know. But regardless, she wanted to escape that situation and get far away from the abusers. Honestly, Charity, I can't blame her. Nope. She must have felt like a really big relief, right? That she was no longer there with her abuser that and got away area. from the evil. Yeah, she the whole was, area must right, remind her of start it. Start a new life, you know. So now on her own, she had a variety of jobs like cleaning homes, working in a factory, and even dabbling as a street vendor. This was between the 1980s and her the 1990s. Her mother did too, street vendor. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she was a vendor, all right. <laughs> Throughout these years, she had three children, all from three different fathers, and more than one failed relationship. She just couldn't get it right. But that's not shocking, seeing how she grew up. You know, she didn't know what a real relationship was. She did not have the epitome of stability in her life. So this is where it gets... A little interesting. Charity is glowing right now, so this scares me. So Juana soon found a love for wrestling. <gasps> she love loved it. how she could get loose and get rid of the many stresses she had in her life. She was a masked wrestler, a lucha libre, and her name was La Dama del Silencio, or the Lady of Silence. She named herself this because she felt it described her personality. So, you know, you go, Juana. Seriously, and there's pictures of her in her uniform. Like she, those Mexican wrestlers are high the flyers. Yes, yeah, she, she. This was her passion. In 1995, Juana gave birth to her fourth child and needed money in a bad way. So she started to steal from stores to get money. Stealing from stores escalated to breaking into homes and stealing. Juana had a friend named Araceli Tapia. And the two teamed up, creating a plan to break into and rob homes of elderly people. That's nice, huh? That's so nice. Worked their entire life, just want to enjoy retirement. Yeah. Araceli's boyfriend was a federal police officer, but he was a corrupt one. After robbing the homes and grabbing a good amount of money, Araceli and her boyfriend told Juana that she had to give them her share or be arrested and sent to jail. So she got, like, duped by her someone she thought was her friend. So they used her so she would steal because she was used to stealing and was good at it. 
So, you know, talk about trusting the wrong person. In 1998, murders of elderly people started to increase in Mexico City. The news outlets suggested there was a serial killer in the area and that he was most likely male. Police denied these killings were connected. In some places, it was said that Juana sustained a spine injury that led to her having to retire from wrestling in 2000. And in other places, it said that she simply retired. So she either got hurt and had to retire or she just retired. Either way, this would leave her with even less money as she was making 500 pesos a match. Wrestling was also her stress relief, so now she was left to deal with her stresses in other ways. I bet we're going to learn what those other ways are. Yeah, unfortunately. She had so much free time on her hands, she devised a plan. Her plan was to approach elderly women as they were entering their homes and pretend to be a good Samaritan. You know, help them carry in their groceries, open their door for them, etc., Right? Just a nice lady wanting to give back to her community and help out the elderly. I mean, what's wrong with that? Nothing. She would even tell them she was a government nurse sent to check in on them. Like, that's scummy. That's scummy. If you're, if you're telling an elderly person that you're a nurse sent from the government. Oh, yeah. That, oh, that makes me mad. Once inside, she would do the unspeakable. Juana's first victim was Maria de la Luz Gonzalez Anaya. I love these names. I want, I'm jealous that I only have three names, a first, a middle, and a last. Like, we should give charity six other names. Yes. We got to come up with some cool ones. Oh, that reminds me. That look of joy in your face when you said that scares me. What does it remind you of? <gasps> so our crime Creek Red Heart Woman Art <gasps> sent this to me. I christened you Grande Dame of Opinion, but it's supposed to rhyme. Dame rhymes with palm, dom. Now it rhymes with opinion. It's the French pronunciation for something fancy. Grande Dame. Yes. I don't like it. Why? Because I don't have one. Oh, Red Heart. Now I feel like I'm left out. That was awesome. I want one. Red Heart Woman Art. I guess... I should be nice and ask if you could possibly give Mark a name too because he's jealous now. But I'm isn't that great? Super jealous. Isn't that awesome? That is good. The look of giddy on your face Dame is just of hilarious. Grand Dame of Opignon. I love it. Sorry. I like the way you say I had, I had to stop. I had to stop because I just remembered that she sent that to me. Okay, I'm going to continue now. That's awesome. So she used her good Samaritan approach and was able to help the elderly woman inside her home. Once inside... Maria allegedly said something that was offensive, offensive to Juana, and the ex-wrestler snapped and began to beat the poor elderly woman, finishing her off by strangling her with her bare hands. Oh, my God. This was November 25th, 2002. Right? That is nuts. It's like something in her brain snapped. Like, yeah, she had this horrible upbringing. She lived in poverty, had these children. Sounds like she would take care of them herself. But, like, how do you just snap like that? What? <laughs> like you throw it at the... She didn't take care of him herself. Threw that right in on the end. <laughs> no, I she like had that. to take Oh, I thought you said she, no, she didn't. <laughs> well, she probably had to. I, well, who knows, right? We've talked about this before. That's an extremely personal way to kill somebody, right? You're going to choke them out with your bare hands. it doesn't hands. happen like it happens on TV. It no. is a long, drawn-out process. Juana wouldn't commit her next murder for three months. Some say she was fueled by the thought that some thought there was a serial killer in the area. So she... 
some say that she wanted to like be known as that serial killer that so was now killing. she's gonna up her game so now she's gonna up her game yeah so whatever the reason killing these elderly women brought her joy elderly women were turning up dead more and more frequently and by 2003 police now believe they did have a serial killer on their hands the original profile made by the criminologists was that the killer was a man with a confused quote unquote sexual identity as early witness reports came in of a stocky man wearing women's clothes. <laughs> so Juana <laughs> had a stocky kind of muscular build because she had been an ex-wrestler. That one got me. And short I'm hair. Not to so, laugh audibly, but. <laughs> at first, that's why they thought it was a guy. They thought that this was a man abused by an elderly person, which in turn made them sexually confused. You know, revenge killings. <laughs> I love this profile. As time went on, too bad she wasn't like one of our stupid criminals who was like, no, I'm a woman. Like it started sending, you know, like last last episode or two episodes. This is a better look at me. Come on now. I'm not I'm a woman. Yeah. As time went on and more witnesses came forward, police changed their mind in thinking the killer was a man and entertained the idea that it could be a woman. For this reason, they released two sketches instead of one. One sketch was a masculine version and the other was more feminine, but both looked pretty much the same. I don't know why I find this funny. Oh, yeah. We're not quite sure if this is a male or female. So this is a sketch in either direction. Yeah, they wanted to make sure. Use your best judgment. I love this. Right? I mean, hey, at least they're covering all bases. Got to. In the middle of 2005, Juana met a taxi driver named Jose Francisco Torres Herrera. Love You're it. Right. I need right? more names. Exactly. That's four names. I love it. I feel so left out. My parents didn't love me. They only gave me three names. Actually, they only gave me two. I came with one. Oh, that's true. My last name, but there was no change in that. That's true. That's true. So the two of them became involved. Jose had a nickname, El Frijol, meaning the bean. Don't know how he got that. That's odd. Some places I read that the bean was an accomplice. But I didn't find anything to support that. So I, don't, I think he was just happened to be in a relationship with her at the time. The attacks were committed at night instead of the morning. And it was an all-out killing spree. So it did. It amped up real, real darn quick. September 28, 2005, an 82-year-old woman named Carmen C- Camila Gonzalez Miguel was murdered. Love it. These names. I don't love that she was murdered. That sounded horrible. I'm so sorry, Carmen. That was not nice of me. Carmen was a, a well-to-do woman and the mother of a well-known criminologist named Luis Rafael Moreno Gonzalez. Carmen's murder led the police to launch a special ops investigation called Operation Parks and Gardens. So because she was kind of prominent and her, you know, her son was in crime. Was it random? I think it was. Or was it picked out because her son was a criminologist? No, I think it was random. Just I, luck of the draw. I think so, unfortunately, yeah. That's like that old saying where somebody gets into a car and then it's, they say, you're not afraid I'm a serial killer? And then the guy turns and says, oh, the odds of there being two in the same location I are love pretty that. rare. I love that That's one. That's one of my favorites. I want to use that someday. Right? If you are hitchhiking's ride, over, though. I know. Like, all the fun's gone. I used to hitchhike all the time as a kid. I never did. We, we discovered Charity was a square. I was not a square. I was just safe. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> there was police presence in all the neighborhoods where killings had taken place, and flyers were handed out explaining what was going on, urging the elderly to be careful. So they were trying to protect them, you know? They're like, we don't really know what's going on. It could be a serial killer. 
how scary must it have been for those uh, the elderly community? Seriously, I'd be like, do I even leave my house? Do I answer the door? I mean, yeah, scary. That's gonna become a fear in the end of Absolutely. your, you know, the last bits of your life that you don't even think you had to worry about. Yep, elderly women were paid to act as bait in parks around the city. I like this. Yeah, I think that's really good. There were no murders after October in 2005, so police assumed maybe the killer took their own life. That's kind of a weird thinking. Yeah, maybe they were incarcerated, maybe right. they moved. No, like, they killed a themselves. A lot of other things. Nope, they killed themselves. They're a confused male that we don't know because we don't even know if it's a male or female. Right, I don't know. They're really off on a lot of this. Yeah, there must have been a sigh of relief thinking the community wouldn't have to live in fear anymore. Who knows what the break was about? Maybe Juana and the Bean went I on like vacation. That. I right? do love that. Maybe they went on vacation. She took a break. I mean, everyone needs a break from work, right? Ugh. January 25th, 2006, Juana was seen leaving elderly landlady Marie de los Reyes Alfaro's home by a tenant. Good job on that one. Thanks. The tenant called the police right away, and Juana was arrested after the realization that the elderly woman was strangled with a stethoscope. See? See something? Say something. Yep. So you'll, we'll see as we go on that she always pretty much strangles them. Um, sometimes she uses something she finds in the house. Sometimes she uses her quote unquote Which is really stethoscope. because this is super personal killings. Yeah. This is what makes well, it really weird. It, think about it. I, I, we'll, we'll get into that. Okay. A search of Juana's home revealed a trophy room containing objects taken from the victim's home. I, they always have a trophy room. They really do. They also found newspaper articles about the murders. I wonder if this evil biatch had a scrapbook. Ugh. It kind of sounds like she did. She yeah. was infatuated with her being. With herself. Yeah. Like, I am amazing. They can't catch me. The police then made Juana stand next to the sketches. Remember the masculine one and the feminine one? <sighs> yes. The police got a ton of flack for this. People said they thought the police had her stand next to the sketches to prove they were close to nabbing her. But the reality was Juana had been at the police station during the times of the murders and no one recognized her. It didn't say why she was there. So she had actually been at the police station. Oh my God. They were trying for to whatever reason. And her picture was right there and nobody said anything. So they were trying to take credit for it. Like, see, we found her. No, it was the concerned neighbor that found her. All right, so this is going to eventually happen at some point. You're going to get a triple D at some point where some idiot goes into the police department yep. and takes a selfie of themselves next to the wanted poster. Oh, definitely. You guarantee that. I'm going to look for that. Point. I'm actually going to look for that. That's awesome. Also, just a week before her arrest, Mark, she appeared on TV talking about wrestling. So to me, the, ar the arrest was clearly one of luck. They oh, didn't know who they were looking for. My God. So- they had these sketches, and the sketches actually, because I, I saw the sketches. I'm going to have to look at them after. Did kind of look like her. So she's, she's even on TV. She's been in the police station. So no, this was a, a lucky arrest. That they tried to take credit for. Of course they did. Because it was, it was mass panic, you know? The concerned tenant, she should be the one thanked, not the police. Oh, absolutely. Ugh. When the police questioned Juana, she confessed to strangling at least one woman, woman, saying she had extreme hatred for elderly, elderly woman due to the hatred of her mother. So this would, she thought of each and every one of these women. Yeah, I knew there was because something. Because they would be the age her mother would be. That's the way I looked at it. So whether her mother was alive or not, her mother would be at that age and elderly. So she just got this rage. And All right. So in my mind... Bullcrap. 
Oh, I agree. I agree. Because it's just her excuse. rage would be at the age her mom was when the you incident would think. happened. You would think. But that's what she's using as her excuse. I mean, there is no excuse to murder somebody. I'm sorry. Oh, none at all. But just give me a break. So good old Juana had this to say to the press. You ready? I am. With all due respect to the authorities, there are several of us involved in extortion and killing people. So why don't the police go after others too? So she was trying to say that she did not act alone. She didn't want to take, it's weird, right? Cause she had this trophy room and she yep. had these, these scraps from the newspaper wanting to be the one taking credit. But now all of a sudden she's caught and she's like, Oh, there was, there's a bunch of us. Wasn't so, me. She was shaggy. Wasn't me. Yep. She, she was. I love shaggy. Caught me she, red handed. <laughs> wasn't me. She basically was saying, yeah, I did murder one of them, but that's it. My Here's accomplices. My question. So where in her dumbass mind is murdering one okay? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I only did one. Right. I should only be tried for one. I mean, what is it? What difference does it make at that point? Yeah. No. Well, the police continued to say she acted alone. Her fingerprints were the only ones found at the crime scenes. Let's now talk about Juana's MO. What she did. She would walk up to the elderly people on the street or she would case them out and knock on their door. She pretended to be a social worker or a nurse. She must have been convincing because she was able to gain their trust. She was even able to figure out how much money they had by asking specific questions. So she kind of like, you know, asked specific questions. She's evil. Yeah, to find out if they were well-to-do or not. When she first started out, she would wear all white clothing to appear nurse-like. As she continued, she bought an actual nurse's uniform to look more like an actual nurse. So this dirt bag actually bought a nurse's uniform. Unbelievable. Like we said earlier, she would offer to help the elderly women, maybe offer a massage or ask if they needed any medicine. Guys, if a stranger asked to come in my house to give me a massage, I think I might be a little confused. Can you imagine? I don't, I don't, but an elderly person, right? Guys, I would die. I'd be like, sure. Oh, my God. Come on in. I guess anyone can knock on Mark's door and tell him, give him a massage and he'll invite you in. Hey, door's open. <laughs> if you're looking for if you're looking for a Christmas in July gift for Mark. Oh, my God. <laughs> Crime creep at the front door. Knock, knock. I'm here to give you a massage. Kristen would just be like, all right, he's down the hall. He, she totally would. She'd be like, better you than me. I'm just kidding. No, no you're uh, really not. That's pretty much exactly how that would go. Uh, so this bitch, sorry, I'm saying it, enjoyed beating her victims before killing them by strangulation. Oh, and she used her wrestling moves to provide beatings. Isn't that nice? That's even worse. Yeah. She used her trained, and like you said earlier, she was, she was trained all right. Like, she was good. She was kind of like in, in that wrestling community known as one of the prominent wrestlers. So she knew what she was doing. And she was using her moves on elderly people. Unbelievable. Ugh. She would strangle her victims with her bare hands, but she also enjoyed strangling them to death with other items of their own found right in their own homes. Once the elderly women were dead... She would pillage through their homes and rob them of anything she thought that had value. She also made sure to take a trophy item to keep as a reminder of what she had done. And many of these trophy items, Mark, were religious figurines. Oh. So you took religious figurines? I mean, I could see if it was a Facinus. I just wanted to get it in there, guys. I had to. Oh, I, I miss it. him. 
I do too. We had quite the the Facinus picture discussion on. Oh my god! If it was a Facinus figurine, group. I could understand better than a religious one. Well, we, we got to find one and put it in the studio. Yeah, we just have to eBay. I'm gonna eBay. <laughs> it's going that later. for nine hundred dollars. Not paying that much money. A Facinus. <laughs> okay, sorry. The police had plenty of evidence, and Juana would go to trial in the spring of 2008. I get the knock at the door. <laughs> your FedEx here. Your Facinus has arrived. Your Facinus has arrived. <laughs> well, you got to get me one, too. We're, we're going to have to Whoa, Charity, I'm not sure that's allowed. <laughs> Guys, I don't think I can give Charity the Facinus. just put his foot up on the... He's got his rest and his feet up on the oh, table. Oh, that's so funny. Oh. The prosecution alleged she was responsible for up to 40 deaths. Some believe... It's even more than that. She would only admit to one, the one she was caught red-handed by, by the tenant. She, to me. Because she couldn't not admit that one because she was seen coming directly out of the house. I know, but everything that she has done to this point was trying to make her ego better. This You would think she would jump on this. I think now she's, now she's freaking out. screwed. She said, I killed one little old lady, not the others. Like, oh, oh it's God. no big deal. It's just one little old lady. Goes back to what we were just Ugh. saying. It was just one. God. When asked why she killed the little old lady, Juana simply said, quote unquote, I got angry. What? Wanna get angry. Wanna get mad. Isn't there isn't there gonna be a female Hulk? Isn't probably. there one out right now? Probably Juana right there. Probably. Seriously though. She couldn't get out of that one, but she was claim she went on claiming all the other deaths were done by other people, but you know, couldn't tell anybody who the other people were. They're just other people. On March 31st, Juana found was found guilty on 16 counts of murder and aggravated burglary. This included 11 separate counts of murder. That's a one of my words that I have a hard burglary? time saying. Yeah, I get that one wrong every time. When the verdict was read, Juana had this to say. May God forgive me and not forget me. Oh, now we're talking to God, are we? She was sentenced to 759 years in prison. Whoa. This was the longest prison sentence for murder ever in Mexico. The maximum sentence, according to Mexican law, is 60 years. So she will be up for a parole by the time she is 100. If she, I, know, I don't know if a lot of people follow what goes on in Mexico. A lot of bad stuff goes on there, and she's got probably yes. one of the biggest sentences ever. Yes, there was actually a whole article on that Think that of I the read. Stuff that happens down yes. there. Yes, and she's like known. Her name is known in infamously. Mexico City was obsessed with Juana. She was seen as pure evil, e more evil than any other killer. I mean, because think about it—you're killing elderly. She went after the most important figure in Mexico, the abuela, abuelas. I said that right. Or grandmothers. So in Mexico, uh, grandmothers, as they, well, they should be anywhere, yep. are held to the highest of regards. They are like the, the most loved person in your life. So this, I think this is partly why this was an extra big deal, too. This is one of the things that I struggle to understand with the Mexican culture. Because family is so big there. Right. But yet... The drug cartels can just kill people at the drop of the hat and not, men not even care who you are, what you yeah. are, who you any of that. I don't know. But if you mess with their family, they pull the family card and then like, oh, you messed with my family, you're dead. Yeah. It's just amazing to me. I mean, that's a whole, that's do a as whole I say, not as I do. subject to get into. That could be like episode upon episode upon episode. Once you oh start digging into that, yeah. that's crazy. Chief Prosecutor 
said that the victims were all part of helpless, very vulnerable sector of society, which before was respected even among the delinquents. So basically they're saying, even if you were a delinquent and in jail, you still held your grandmother at the highest regard. Oh, 100%. So true though, right? It really is. You don't mess with elderly children or animals. That's the worst of the worst. We said that a couple times on this show. We will be reading off stories. And then the, an animal, a dog, yeah. Or like, a cat. Uh, they, they killed her mom. Dismembered. Did horrible things to the body. Took and the father and killed him as well. And they also touched the cat. And we're like, <gasps> oh my God, the, the cat? cat. I know. And then I'm always like, what kind of person am I? Well, it's not just us. It's I everybody. Know. I though. know. I know. <laughs> Juana Barraza remains in prison. And in 2015, she married a man named Miguel Cueros. I don't know how to pronounce that. I'm sorry. But it looks as if they divorced in 2017. So she couldn't even keep a man in jail. I really awesome. do want to get into these people that marry marry people that are in jail. We should do love behind bars. Love behind bars. Because there's so many of them. There really is. And not the kind of bars that we're, you know, go out and drink at. We, can, we don't want to talk about the love that happens behind those bars. No, 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 no. I'm no. talking about the ones when you're in jail. In jail. This always gets me, right? You're in prison for murder and you're still able to find a husband. I was single for like years. I know. That's what's so weird about it. And there's people in jail that find love. What did I do wrong? I'm a handsome, funny fella. You are, Mark. I don't know. But you have a beautiful girlfriend now, so you're good. Yes. When she was arrested, her two younger children went to live with their older sister. She is 64 years old and remains the most talked about Mexican serial killer in history. Many books, documentaries, and TV segments have showcased her. I wish that didn't happen. I wish more focus was put on the victims. So from what you had said, Charity, there is a metric S-ton of victims. So why don't we post the link in our show notes, and you guys can go on and look at the list of victims as well. Yes, there's just so many of them, and some are not confirmed to be hers. Like when you read the list, it'll say, like, just found or... Yeah, I don't want to list anything on our show that is not confirmed. So we'll put the list out there, and then people can use their own best judgment. Exactly. So um, and there, there are many that they believe she's responsible for, even though it's not 100% confirmed. That is an amazing story that I surprisingly have never heard of. Oh, shocking, guys. Crime card sliding it across the table. Oh, I just took it. Yep. Yeah, took my crime card again. I don't know, Charity. I'm going to have to get a reprint on these crime cards. I think you do. You need to print a bunch out. Well, thank you for finding another good case as well. I try. Guys, we'll see you on the next one. Bye, guys. See ya. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.